Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are going to talk about performance through sleep and you're going to find out how you can use sleep to optimize your performance. And I'm not only speaking about the performance of athletes here, but rather also about the performance of business professionals, entrepreneurs, all people that really want to crush it. So if you feel that sleep might be negatively impacting your performance at the moment, or if you're looking for ways to tweak your sleep to perform better, then this one's for you because after this week's episode, you know exactly what you should be doing to optimize your sleep sleep, and what sleep related things you want to know to improve your performance. And this week's episode is especially important if you are working somewhere in the business area. So if you're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, somebody who's making a career, then there's still a common misconception out there uh, saying that if you cut down on your sleep, you are going to be left with more hours that you can work. So you're going to be more productive. And this is simply not true. There's a lot of science out there and it speaks a very clear language saying that if you cut down on your sleep, your focus is going to get a hit, your productivity rate is going to drop, your mood is going to um, be a little bit imbalanced probably, you uh, are not going to be as creative, your decisions are going to be weaker than they would if you get enough sleep and uh, last but not least, your health is also uh, certainly not going to benefit from cutting down on your sleep. So if you look over to the athletes, they know this, like no athlete would cut down on their sleep before they have an important race. Uh, They just know if they want to peak perform, they need to get the exact right amount of sleep for their bodies to recover, to be strong the next day. And the same is true for us with our brain. Our brain consumes around about 20% of the entire energy that our body burns Think about what that means for the recovery, how important this is. And uh, even more important to know, there are important processes running through our brains when we sleep. So it doesn't matter if we're talking about memory, consolidation, long-term storage of memory, uh, detoxing our brains, and so on. That all happens when we sleep. So we want to get that in place because our brains are mostly our most important muscles when we're talking about business performance. So for now, it's just important to memorize, and I hope you had enough sleep to do that, that working without enough sleep is kind of like driving a car with a pulled handbrake. And uh, obviously we don't want to do that. So what do we want to do instead? How can we get our sleep right? How can we optimize our sleep? How can we tweak this to really peak perform to generate performance through sleep. And we want to get a couple of very basic things right. And the very first is that sleep duration matters. So you want to protect somewhere between seven and nine hours of sleep on average. And the first thing that you want to do is to figure out what your number is. Some of you might know how many hours of sleep they need to fully recover. Others might not know. So try to find that out. And a very simple way to do so is to just go to bed when you're tired, wake up when, you're, when you uh, get awake without using an alarm clock and do that 
best on the weekend or even better on a holiday when you've got a couple of days to really tune in. And that way you're going to find out what your sweet spot is. And as soon as you have that number protected every single day. And just as a little side note, our bodies are very forgiving if we have an exception to a rule. So if there's a day that you can simply not protect or it doesn't make sense to protect those hours of sleep, then that's okay. But it has to stay the exception. Second thing, stick to a regular sleep schedule. We want to stick to a regular sleep schedule because we are creatures of biorhythm. So we're all hooked up to something called the circadian rhythm, which is essentially the daytime nighttime cycle. So we wake up in the morning when the sun uh, starts to rise and we get tired at nighttime. And there are different chronotypes out there, meaning that some of us get up earlier than others. Uh, others like to work longer or stay up longer. We'll say that you don't have to work. Um, and there's a test that you can do if you're not sure what your chronotype is. It's called the MEQ test. You'll find it online. It's for free. It just takes a couple of minutes and you're going to know what chronotype you are. So you want to stick to a regular sleep schedule and you want to align that regular sleep schedule to your chronotype, meaning if you're an early riser, you want to get up early on a regular basis. And regular means seven days of a week. So we're not talking about five days and weekend. That's something that our body does not understand. We're talking about seven days and it's very important. And these are the must-haves, or speaking with the words of Pareto, these are the 20% that will deliver 80% of the results, so you really want to focus on these first. When you've got that in check, then you can move on to the three aspects of our lives that we can work on when it comes to our sleep, which is our body, our nutrition, and our mind. And I'm going to walk you through a couple of very simple things that you can do to further improve and tweak your sleep. When it comes to our body, Giving our body body movement is important. Body movement is just necessary to let our bodies work right. So having a half an hour walk every day or a run, even better, uh, that's awesome. Doing stretching, uh, fantastic things. If you have a walk, you're also going to be exposed to sunlight, which is highly important. Sunlight is a source of vitamin D. Vitamin D plays a role in uh, our sleep. The second thing is that sunlight will also, sunlight at daytime will help um, our bodies to be less sensitive to blue light in the evening, which will help us to produce melatonin faster and better, leaving us with a higher uh, or better ability to fall asleep at nighttime and to have a resting sleep. Moving on to nutrition, generally speaking, you want to keep your body healthy, so you want to eat healthy, so try to have veggies and fruits and nuts uh, baked into your meal plan every single day. Other than that, you really want to have a look at substances like caffeine and alcohol. Caffeine has a very long half-life time, meaning that if you uh, drink, and very long are six hours, meaning that if you drink a cup of coffee at 4 p.m., six hours later at 10 p.m., still half of that caffeine is running through your blood and um, you probably know, and that's probably why you're drinking it, uh, other than the taste, obviously, that if you drink coffee, you're going to have a hard time to fall asleep because we drink it to stay awake. And the second substance that we want to have a look at here is alcohol. You might have guessed that already because alcohol has the side effect to block REM sleep and REM sleep is nothing else than our dream sleep. And if you're thinking that you don't dream anyway uh, right now, then I can assure you, you do. 
we simply forget to remember our dreams. But the function that gets uh, processed through REM sleep happens anyway, and that's the most important part for us. And uh, Matthew Walker calls this the built-in therapy system. So especially when we're faced with stress, personal stress, emotional uh, stress, business stress, we want to protect that REM sleep. So instead of drinking a glass of wine or two or three before you go to bed to de-stress, which is going to help you in the short term, I will admit, but it's not going to help you when you get out of bed the next day. Avoid that, go to bed earlier, reap additional REM sleep, and you are definitely going to feel better and uh, it's also healthier. And the last thing that I'm going to cover here is the timing. Try to eat your last heavy meal around about four hours before you go to bed and um, stick to that. I used to believe that this doesn't really relate to me that much, but using a fitness tracker, I could see if I ate later that my heart rate, my average heart rate went up during nighttime. And that's a clear sign that my body likes it more to eat earlier and to go to bed with a, not completely, but rather empty stomach. The last thing that we want to have a look at when it comes to our sleep is our mind. So sometimes we get overwhelmed through information. Sometimes it's through outside demands in their quality or quantity, whatever it is, we want to keep our minds calm. So practicing things like meditation, affirmations, breathing techniques can be very powerful. And also when it comes to our sleep, never try to sleep. Give yourself a rest, the opportunity to rest and never try to consciously improve your sleep. You can do and set up actions that you find to be healthier and they will result in a better sleep, but never try or force yourself into better sleep. That's simply not going to work. Sleep is an unconscious process and we want to give sleep the room to take care of itself. So give yourself a rest, go to bed with that intention in your mind, and then you're all set up for awesome sleep. As soon as you get 80% of these right, you're already playing in the top league of the game, leaving you with high energy levels, a great focus, decision-making capabilities, and everything you need to generate performance. But there's one little nugget I want to share with you that can really let you shift gears, and this is to utilize napping. So there are two different types of naps, short ones. They're around about 25 minutes, or the NASA states that 26 minutes is the optimal length for a nap. So trust the NASA, go with the 26 minutes. Uh, and there are longer naps, um, which are also called perfect naps, which are somewhere between an hour and one and a half, giving you a full cycle of sleep. So the short naps are great to have a very efficient rest. You are going to feel much better than when you play around with your iPad or talk to somebody else. If you have that nap, you can use them to become more creative. You can use them to focus on a task that you're going to work on after the nap. So you can really utilize these. And the perfect nap, which will take you around about 60 to 90 minutes, will give you a full cycle of sleep, leaving you with benefits that you would otherwise only reap through a full night of sleep. So if you need to learn quickly, if you want to give your body a little rest, or if you had a bad night of sleep and don't want to lose the entire day um, due to dropping productivity levels, this can be a perfect solution. 
And just sharing this with you comes to mind that I've created a calculator that makes it super simple to calculate the best napping times. And I'm going to share this with you. The only thing you need to insert is your wake up time and it's gonna calculate the best times to have a short power nap or to have a perfect nap, depending on what you want to reap from that nap. So you can check it out in the show notes and download it for free. And sleep is majorly important. It's step number four out of a proven nine-step system that we use to help solopreneurs, coaches, consultants to 3x their productivity 90 days or less. And it's not only step four out of this proven nine-step system, but it's included into every single step of the system to ensure that we create productivity whilst maintaining or creating a healthy work-life sleep balance. Because we believe only if you're healthy and live fulfilled, you can uh, experience something that we call true productivity. But as said, you can move on, continue to cut down on sleep, to have more hours to work, or you get the idea, want to test it on your own, see what it does to your productivity, and implement the things that I walked you through here today. And I'm sure as soon as you start doing that, you're going to be a believer. So um, do that. Don't forget to visit sleeptrust.eu to visit the show notes, to download your nap calculator. This is an awesome tool. It's super simple to use. Like you just need your, um, your wake up time and it's gonna calculate the best times for the benefits that you wanna reap out of naps. And I'm sure you're really going to love this tool. And with that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. When it comes to science, getting your performance right means having your sleep in place. So to reap 80% of your sleep results, you want to take care that you get the right amount of sleep and stick to a regular sleep schedule. After that, you want to fine tweak your sleep, moving through the categories body, nutrition and mind, and to reach top performance, utilize naps. So don't forget to download this month's gift, which is the NAPS calculator that you can download in the show notes of this week's episode. And that's it for this month's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you tune in next month. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast, or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week and until then, have a good sleep.